Hey guys, welcome to Friday's edition of the Footy Social Club podcast. Still no Steve and Matt on their holidays, lucky sods. But I am joined by Gaz and Rye in to steady the ship. And we've got a bumper weekend of football kicking off on Friday night, Gaz, with Spurs away at Palace, mate. Um, how's this one going to go? Yeah, no, so uh, it's going to be a tough game. Um, obviously, uh, you know, uh, what we're having there the moment away, they give Arsenal a bit of trouble for earlier on in the season. Um, they're a tough place to go. Always a tough place to go, Palace. Um, I think we're going to sneak a 2-1 win. Um, hopefully, we'll have a few players back. Um, I'm pretty sure Brennan Johnson's uh, going to be back for that game as well. And uh, obviously, Bentacle's floating around in the uh, back, you know, in the back background. So, Hopefully, with a bit of luck, I'm going for a 2-1 Spurs win, but it'll be tight. Rye, we sort of talked about in Monday's podcast that Palace look a little bit lacklustre going forward. Um, if the crowd gets behind them at Sellers Park, it, it, it tends to be, you know, a right old atmosphere there. And it's, it's a great old ground, Sellers Park. How do you see Palace Spurs going on the Friday night game or tonight's game, I should say? Yeah, to be honest, you've took away exactly what I was going to say. The uh, the, the crowd, if they get if they get have a good start, crowd gets behind them. It's one of those you don't. If you're a Spurs fan, obviously you never want to go behind. But Friday night at Palace is probably one of those games where you're fearing the worst if you go behind. Um, that being said, I still fancy Spurs. I think they've got more firepower. As we said on Monday's pod, the problem with Palace is they need to score typically more than one to get a to get a win and I would expect Spurs to to get their chances yeah. and put them away so I'd go with, I'd go with with Gaz an away win probably by the one goal but probably a 2-1 uh, very very similar I did see Postacoglu um, earlier in the week talk about how he's not surprised about how Spurs are going right I mean off the back of last season, it's, it's chalk and cheese. Maybe he saw something different that we didn't. And, and Gaz, I, I would come to you for your opinion, but I think seeing it sometimes outside of, you know, through, you know, not through Spurs glasses, um, surely Postacoglu, this is going better for him than he thought. Surely. He's got to be happy. Like, he's, you know, they've had a great start and they couldn't have asked for, for any more, I don't think. The League Cup was obviously a little bit of a setback in terms of result and winning a trophy, but the league form, yeah, whether they get late goals or not, the game's a hundred minute hundred minute game nowadays and they, they keep banging in late goals, so fair play to them. It's it's one of those yeah. he probably yeah. doesn't want to be seen to be negative. Like why would he why would he come out and say I'm overachieving? He's just come he's just come away from Celtic after winning trophies galore. If he sets an impression that he's gonna settle for anything less than, you know, trying to win the Premier League with Spurs, it'll probably be received in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Plus, he'll probably want the board to back him come January. And again, in the summer, he's doing fantastically well. Um, on to Saturday lunchtime. Chelsea at home to Brentford. I mean, I can't believe you guys ever said that Potch was only going to get five points when I've been so positive about him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rye... What's going to happen here? Brentford obviously last weekend picked up a very good 3-0 win at home to Burnley. How's this one going to fare? Yeah, I think if you'd have asked me a week ago, I'd have said easy Chelsea win. But Brentford's tails are going to be up a bit. Solid performance. 
against granted a, a poor Burnley team, but for me, the Pochettino myth continues and another home win. Another home win for the Poch army. Gaz, you're nodding there as well. Is it going to be another home win for Chelsea? Yeah, uh, turn the corner. Um, looking good. Uh, Cole Palmer in the middle. They seem to have got them as two tens working together. Um, Sterling looks back, even though he's you know you know doesn't get his way with when he can't get his way for penalties. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm going to go for a narrow win though because I think um, Brentford did you know they did look good the other uh, last weekend. So uh, I'm going to go for one nil Chelsea. One nil tight Chelsea result. I, mean, I fancy Brentford to get a draw here. They actually do quite well against Chelsea. This is a West London derby of sorts as well. Um, Thomas Frank, we've talked about him being somewhat, you know, maybe not coming to the end, but our Brentford sort of now being found out. But I, I think Brentford are going to go and get a little draw here, two-two for me, and that's not because I need to hammer Pochettino. He's doing very good at Chelsea. <laughs> my prediction was awful. Um, on to um, my team, Arsenal, at home to Sheffield United. This will be 4-0 Arsenal. It won't be much of a competition. Um, Gaz, how's this one going to go? Yeah, cricket score. Um, you're at home, yeah, 5-0. 5-0. <laughs> yeah. Martelli back, is back now, Saka back. Destroy him, absolutely destroy him. Five nil. Gaz, will Ramsdale be back in between the sticks against his old club? Though that's the question. No, keep Raya because that's uh, that's the only chance that that Sheffield uh, Sheffield United have got. But no, no. All, all fairness, I, I still think you've got to stick with Raya. Um, he's not as yeah. bad as you're making out, and I know <laughs> you can't keep chopping and changing keeper. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and Rye. Is uh, Ollie McBurney going to bully the Arsenal back line and somehow get some points? How do you see this one going? I don't think it's going to be a cricket score that you're making out. Gaz was very complimentary about Sheffield United earlier in the season when they when Spurs only just beat them. Um, they're going to be tighter away from home, so I still very much expect an Arsenal win. I'm not sure about the cricket score. Maybe a, a, a two or three nil. I don't. I, I, I'd be surprised if they get one at four or five. Then we could be looking at another manager under severe pressure. Yeah, Heckingbottom seems to be in the limelight one week and out the other. I think the cricket score will come if Arsenal score early. My worry is, and we've had it three times this year, is and from lesser sides as well, is that that away team scores in that first minute and a half and then they literally park the bus and Arsenal struggle to break those teams down. Um, if Arsenal score first inside the first 15, 20 minutes, I think cricket score, if not, it, it could be a little bit tighter. But um, I'm glad you both agree and, and expect an Arsenal win. The six-pointer of the weekend comes at Bournemouth against Burnley, Ryan. Both teams struggling this season for different reasons. We know that Gaz loves Bournemouth, that they're his second team, but... Um, could this be the first sacking coming up for whoever loses if there is, you know, no, if it's not a draw at the weekend? How do you see this one going? I don't think company gets sacked if they lose. If Burnley lose, I don't think company goes. I think Burnley could get relegated and he keeps his job for the job that he did last season. He's got credit in the bank. 
Ariola is a bit, a bit more. He's got a bit more to worry about. That if you know if Burnley turned him over at home, that's two home games in a row against what they would probably consider rivals, and they lose them both. I think you're probably going to see a change considering they'll have. I think it was City the following week. I they're getting nothing from that game either. So. Yeah, it's probably a game that both clubs look at and go, "We cannot lose this." So for that reason, I think it's going to be a very tight game, a one-all draw. Oh, the old run seal fence! Get that paint on the fence, the um, Gaz. On the run seal fence. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you call a draw, it's run seal, um, Gaz. What's going to happen this week, mate, with this one? They were obviously Bournemouth lost in the last few minutes last week to Wolves, but how are they going to fare at home this week? Uh, I think they'll get the three points this weekend. Um, cursed I mean, 3-1 Bournemouth. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they've cursed them again. I'm going to stick them in my bet as well uh, this week. I'm, I definitely feel they're going to... I thought they are going to get a win between one this week or last week or this week. So it's got to come. You know, they haven't... It's coming. It's surely coming. Watch enough. Why? Uh, why is it coming? Their, their I want to see. What Bournemouth are you seeing? Why? Why do you feel it needs to come? <sighs> I just think. I just think they just get it all clicks. I just think it all clicks when you got that billing there. You got that's uh, that's um, Semenyo, who's, who's a runner. You then got Solanke. Um, you then got that. that the speed of the, the, just you know, I don't know if you ever looked at this stat, but across the back line, they've got one of the quickest back lines in the whole of the Premiership. That Le, uh, Lloyd Kelly, um, there's another guy there, and then they got that Christie. They, they, they've got a lot of good players. I just I can't for the life of me understand. It's only this manager, and they and they they had a couple of spells at Tottenham where they turned it on for about sort of twenty minutes. I thought, oh, this looks quite good. Yeah, trust me. They're gonna, they're gonna get. Out of here. I keep saying it, but as I say, a ticket clock is. Uh, you, me. you can't even. <coughs> you can't even say it. Without Gaz is dying in the corner. You know, like it, it's. Yeah, yeah, but no, honestly, I, I do, I do believe, I do believe. Do. I told you three points. It's a simple three points. Three one Bournemouth. They are Chris. You'll ram, it, you you'll ram it down my throat next week. Funny enough, Gaz. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, I actually do think that Bournemouth will win this game because I think Burnley are atrocious, and I, I know that company might have something in the bank that might be a redundancy package soon because uh, he's in. A, I, you know, think he's in a lot of bother if he loses this game away from home. This is a perfect opportunity for all those wonderful players that Gaz talks about playing pretty football down at. Sandbanks there to uh, to win this game. I think there's more on the line for Iriola. I do think that, and I think if Bournemouth were to lose at home, I think he's out of a job because, as Ryan rightly said, they have City the following week. Well, that gives them almost a window of opportunity to get someone in or have a caretaker in, free hit, lose the game, or sometimes you get a reaction from players when a manager's been sacked. I think when I look at Bournemouth, it doesn't look like the the players have stopped playing for him. I I don't think that with Burnley either. I just think there's too much naivety with both sides with how they set up and play. And, you know, Burnley lack a little bit more quality than than Bournemouth. um, But Bournemouth are just way too open, way too open. And they'll continue to get picked off. Uh, He's on borrowed time. But Bournemouth will win this 2-1. 
I think, on Saturday. Yay! <laughs> um, the Saturday evening kickoff, Wolves, the uh, the Gary O'Neill bandwagon continues. They're at home to a you know a Newcastle team who have hit the straps. Um, so, Rye, where's this one going to go? It's good. I'm nearly getting my uh, my, my fence fully painted. It's going to be painted, tough because painting guys. Yeah, painting. It's going to be tough. Like Newcastle coming off the back of the Champions League again. It's it's not a game that you want after coming off a Champions League game, having to play Wolves away. Like Wolves, Wolves at home are a decent team. Mm-hmm. They beat City. You know they're not easy to break down. Organised, yeah. I, I I've been complimenting Newcastle. Like New, Newcastle, to be fair, have a lot, of, a lot of attacking talent. So, edge and Newcastle win, but it's going to be tight. Like I can see both teams scoring like a three-two or a two-one. Gaz Gary O'Neill picked up a a win he would have been proud of last week at his old club Bournemouth. Newcastle is a much tougher opponent. Thoughts. Ahead of the fixture on Saturday evening? Yeah, um, I actually fancy Wolves. Uh, I'm going to go for a, a sneaky Wolves win. Um, 2-1. Uh, I think Newcastle. It's just a tough place to go, Molyneux. Don't care who plays there. It's a tough place to go after uh, you know Champions League. So I think, um, yeah, I'm going to go for a, a sneaky Wolves win. It's another place that if the crowd get on side it makes it very difficult for the away team. They become like the 12th man at Molyneux. Um, I, I actually think Newcastle will have too much. I think, you know, the likes of Isaac, the likes of Wilson, um, I think they'll have too much for this Wolves team going forward. Newcastle have hit their straps. I actually think they'll beat Wolves comfortably 3-1 on Saturday evening. A bank of fixtures on Sunday, obviously with Europe, being in midweek again. Um, West Ham hammered by Villa last week at home to Everton. Gaz, how's this one going to go? Back to winning ways for West Ham, maybe? They were poor, weren't they, against Villa? Um, I mean, they had a little spell against Villa in that second half and they rocked them a little bit, but they really didn't get anything going. I mean, that kudos... um, Mohamed Kudos or whatever his name's up front uh, played. Uh, come on, didn't look special at all. All that hype, um, that Paquette. He's a good player. He'll be good. He will be good. He looks a good player, but he doesn't do a lot. Though he's he seems to slow. Wants to slow play up and yeah. But the Premier League takes some to adjust him. He he played for Ajax. He's no fool. He's a good footballer, Kudos. It will just take him some time to adjust. Let's yeah, not maybe. use Ajax as a problem. Uh, but Paquetta. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not too sure. I'm, I, I, I look how good Onana's been this year for Man United, and he was at Ajax once upon a time. <laughs> I'm gonna go for a two-two draw. Two-two, Shawnee Dyche to get some uh, some uh, some points for Everton. Um, Roy, who's uh, who's gonna come out on top in this one, or will it be another Ron Seal fence moment? No, no, I, I, I do fancy... He can't go draw now, can he? He can't no, go draw. doesn't bother me, mate. I'll happily call a draw if I think it's going to be one. Um, I do think it'll be close again, though. I think a lot will depend on how... How close it'll be depend on how Dyche sets up 
Dyche, how Dyche set up against Liverpool was very much a Sean Dyche setup. He's went to what he knows best, and we've spoken about this on the pod before. He needs to play how he wants to play, and that'll keep him up. If he continues doing that, he's got a bit of firepower up front, and that's why I think it'll be close. But I do fancy West Ham to bounce back at home. Boys against Everton as well. So I'd probably say like a 2-1. That would be my prediction. It's a 2-1 to West Ham. Yeah, I think West Ham win this 2-1 as well. I, I agree. Um, it's funny though, recent weeks we've sort of stopped talking about Everton going down. The takeover's quietly bubbling away in the background. But um, it seems to be more confidence that Everton are going to stay up. And they've not really had that many more good results. But I, I think it's just there's... Seems to be worse teams every week that are, that are below them. That might be the reason they stay up. Um, Ryan, in this next fixture, if you sit on the fence, I'm going to remove you from the podcast. <laughs> Aston Villa at home to Luton. There can only be one winner in, winner in this. What's it now, mate? 11 games unbeaten or something, or 11 straight wins at Villa Park. Luton haven't got a chance, have they, mate? No, mate, it's going to be 12 in a row. I fully expect us to put into the sword. There's no bench sitting on this game. I expect a comfortable victory. Uh, my bet for any anybody listening who wants to put a bet on, back Douglas Louise to score again. Again, indeed, in yeah, indeed. He hits our penalties as well. What's so the score going to be, right? Three nil. Three nil. Three nil. Douglas Louise to score. You heard it here first. That will form part of Ryan's. Uh, Ryan's post on, on Saturday with our other bets that we put out. Um, so do make sure you check us over on Instagram for that at the Footy Social Club. Um, Gaz, tell me how Luton might get a point based on Villa being in Europe earlier in the week. Uh, if they if they employ a sniper on top of the uh, stadium <laughs> and have one in the whole end, one in the centenary, one in the trinity, and, boop, boop, and, and ping off... Um, Diaby and Ollie Watkins. <laughs> oh, you haven't got it there anymore. I'm going to show my age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I know. I just don't think. I honestly don't think. Villa um, are going to win easy, aren't they? God's sake, it's not even close. I'm going to go four 0 One more than right. Um, I've got Diaby in my little fancy team. I've just brought him in. Um, I think he, he looks. Uh, he looks a good little player. So very um, good player. Yeah. Very good, very very good player. Yeah, very um, good player. Bailey, did he come on as well? Need uh, the weekend, Bailey. Big he fan of Leon Bailey good. as well. Yeah, he looks good. He's got a lot of pace in that team, up there. And then Ollie, Ollie Watkins is obviously quick as well. So, yeah, they'll uh, they'll destroy they'll destroy uh, Luton. I think Villa will win the game comfortably. Right, I don't think Luton have got a chance. Um, I think this could be six one to Aston Villa on Saturday. Um, you think they're going to score? And I fancy Watkins to get a hat-trick. Yeah, I do. I do. I think they've got one goal in them. Um, but I think Villa will score six. So, sorry, Luton fans. But I still think um, come the end of this weekend, Luton, you'll still be out of the relegation battle or the uh, the bottom three. So, um, don't worry about that. Um, Brighton. They lost away last weekend to Manchester City. Most teams do that. Uh, they're at home to Fulham. Not going that well at the moment, Fulham. Um, who's who's going to come out on this one, Gaz? 
Fulham are, uh, Fulham are the most hit and miss team ever. Um, and obviously, but Brighton at home, like I said, that's just a tough place to go. They look good. Um, that Fatty up front and Sue Fatty. He seems to good be player. Uh, good young player. Yeah, really good, isn't he? Um, the Toma for the damage. They keep rotating those uh, strikers up top as well with Pedro um, and Welbeck and Ferguson. So, you know, they're having a nice sort of keeping them nice and fresh. So there's goals there. So, yeah, I'm going to go for a comfortable win again. I'm going to go 3-1 um, Brighton. It's going to be some goals this weekend if our predictions are right. Um, I think so. Roy, how do you see this game going, mate? I actually disagree with guys. I don't think the rotation is helping. I, I, I don't think like they're, they're rotating a hell of a lot, like like we're in March or April, and they're still in Europe. I, I don't understand the whole rotation thing from goalkeeper through to striker. How are you meant to hit? Be bang in form. What I do agree with is the Fulham side of things. What Fulham's going to turn up? Um, so I'm going to get my pin mm-hmm. brush out and I'm going to call a draw because I don't know quite simply what Brighton will turn up. And it's, a, it's an issue for them. Do you think that's a better result for Fulham than the draw? I think, yeah, definitely. It's definitely a better result. I just don't see Fulham getting anything down there. Do, it, but the thing, I, normally I would agree, but remember like last season, everyone went down there and pumped them 5-1. Five, five, it's just a, it's a weird. It's that was a freak weird result, against though, other teams. Freak, if freak I would result. fancy them more against Spurs at home or Liverpool at home at the moment than I would against yeah. Fulham. I don't know why that is. They cause everyone troubles down there. The big teams, I think they do. Yeah, it could be right. Um, well, Fulham, 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 they are the biggest up, up and down team just in the Premier League. I think um, you never. Oh, it's madness! Madness. I don't think they've got enough steel in their side. I think that's the problem. They've got a lot of pretty players. Um, but not necessarily. Mitrovic is still a big loss. I wonder how he's going in the Saudi league. I haven't seen him on any sort of news of him scoring many goals, but I mean, that's not to say that he's not. I haven't seen it. I think Brighton will win this 2-1, but I think it'll be I think it'll be tight. Um, Brighton to win 2-1, Fulham to score first is what I might go for. Um, Liverpool at home to Nottingham Forest next. Rye. Um, Forest... Don't travel too well. It's a nice game for Liverpool, this one, isn't it? Yeah, you, you've got to be fancying Liverpool here quite comfortably. Just don't don't see how Forest have enough away from home that they, they don't look anywhere near the same team as they do at home. So, yeah, another comfortable three points for Liverpool. They probably concede because I don't think the defence is all that, but like 3-1, 4-1 type result. Yes, I, I think it'll be comfortable as well. I think, I think Liverpool will uh, will put Forest to the sword pretty fast. If you know Nunez and, and Jota and Salah and stuff, they've got more than enough firepower. And Forest have been actually quite inconsistent. They're not even been that great at home so far this season. So they're certainly not that good away from home. Um, Gaz, how do you think it will go up there? All your Liverpool mates will be fairly confident of this one, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Forest caused them a bit of a, have, a bit of problems last year, uh, but that was at Forest's ground. That was at City uh, City ground. So at Anfield, no, they're, they're going to have no problems. Um, I'm going to go three 0 uh, Salah, uh, Nunez get on the on the uh, score sheet. So three 0 Liverpool. How convinced are you guys? And I'll come to you first, guys. On Darwin Nunez, uh, yeah, he scored those two goals at Newcastle, but. 
I'm not convinced that Nunez yeah. is the right man for Liverpool. Well, well me, I, I'm a big Nunez fan. I, I really do. I really Why? like him. I think he's a real, he's a serious player. I think he's just a, a finisher and, a, and he's not getting really? near enough game time, in my opinion. Yeah, he's just not getting enough game time, in my opinion. Nowhere near enough. And, um, you know, I watched a clip oh, at the start of the season. They were talking about um, Trent. If you if you notice, Trent hasn't had nowhere near as many assists this season as well. He's looking for that ball, that, you know, from that right side in, in, and, in and behind for Nunes to run onto. The kid's absolutely rapid, Nunes. He's a serious, serious player. And it don't make sense why Jota's playing. I just... It just... You know, you don't buy a guy for... I oh, pay for him. 70-odd mil? A lot of money. Yeah. They paid a lot of money for him. Benfica yeah. couldn't believe it as well. Benfica could yeah. not believe the money they got for Darwin Nunez. Yeah. I don't think... I, I think, I think Jota's better. I think Jota's no. better than Nunez. No. I really do. No. Not more for me. Um, he just needs more game time. needs to play more. This on and off doesn't suit him. Um, Jota's consistent. Always scores. Always... You know, Nunez... I don't know, like... And I appreciate it takes time to adjust. I appreciate it's Uruguayan. Liverpool have had one hell of a Uruguayan in, Sal- uh, in um, Suarez in their time. So I appreciate there's a pressure there for that. But I, I, there must be something in training that Klopp doesn't like for him to not be being picked, whether how he's applying himself or whether or not the system just doesn't suit him currently. I, I don't know. But I... I I don't rate him at the moment, and I, I you know, too many I've been there. Though. You've got thing, you've got Gakpo there as well. You've got obviously, yeah, he's been injured. Yes, good job he's been injured. Otherwise, he'd have had even less game time. Um, so you've got Gakpo. Then what does there. that tell you about him? What does that tell you about him? If he'd had le- Gakpo hasn't set the Premier League apart. I know, I know. I'll what tell you, you why he's not getting minutes. And I 100 percent agree with you, Gaz. I agree. I, I think there is a player there. He came on against Everton, and he got an assist. Very pretty quickly. The problem he's got at the moment is there's been two break, two international breaks already, and Liverpool play the early kickoff. I think it's a record like fourteen times in a row. They are the early kickoff after an international break. So Darwin Nunes is flying back from South America. Yoda's flying back from Portugal. Say for example, he's going to start Yoda because Darwin Nunes could have jet lag. There's no way that Jota is a better striker. The guy flies first class around the world, mate. Get get on. What's up? When does he get back? Mate, they get on a plane, lay down, go to sleep. It's not the point. It doesn't stop you getting Yeah, maybe, but I don't think think Darwin Nunez will be at Liverpool in two years. And I don't think he'll be going to Real Madrid or Barcelona. It's another Pochettino. I'm not 100% convinced. There we go. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I would have, put it this way. Put it this way. In a couple of years' time, if we, I don't know if we still got the song or whatever then, but I'd have him 100% at Tottenham. 100% okay. I'd have Nuno. We'll see what happens. Right. We'll come on to the last game. The, the pod's fast getting away from us. United at home to City. Massive game up in Manchester. You know, um, there will be a mark of respect for Sir Bobby Charlton, and I hope after what was in the media um, last week of City fans and their chance, I hope that the away fans 
don't bring that to Old Trafford. And on, on behalf of everyone at the Footy Social Club, you know, rest in peace to uh, a gentleman of the game and, and and everything that's been out in the last week about him has been amazing to see. Um, he really was a wonderful footballer. But on to the game, United need the points, don't they, against City, but City will probably be too strong. For as emotional as it will be for, um, you know, Old Trafford, I can't see anything bar a, a City win, to be honest. They're too good across the pitch. And I have no faith in Ten Hag's ability to to get United to play well enough to cause some trouble. So, yeah, unfortunately for United fans, it's going to be it's going to be a tough day all round. And yeah, I expect the City win two two nil three one. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think City will be too strong. I think it will be two or three nil. Pep will get them going. Gaz, how do you see the game going, mate? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go a little bit closer. Um, I'll go 3 1. Um, I think Rashford will get a goal. Uh, but yeah, I think City will be too strong. I think uh, uh, Alvarez and Nunes, Alvarez and Haaland will get something. Um, yeah, Haaland obviously got back to, to scoring ways the other week. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I agree. City will be far too strong, regardless of it being the Manchester derby. Guys, that's it for, uh, for Friday's podcast. We'll be back on Monday analysing all of the weekend's games. So do head over to the uh, Footy Social Club over on YouTube and Instagram. Do give us a like and a follow. Um, We do have the podcast that goes out on Spotify as well for those who don't want to look at our beautiful faces but hear our lovely voices. Have a great weekend and uh, we'll see you on Monday.